in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Here I am. It is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. It is Friday. And folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. So listen, they have uh, Ron's Pastry Gourmet will return for three days. That's right. Just three days it's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, where it's Ron and Melissa. And folks, uh, they're going to be up at the Federal Hill Festival that kicks off tonight. And it's supposed to be good weather for this weekend. So it's supposed to be good weather for this weekend. And you can see now Ron's Pastry Gourmet, unfortunately, they have closed, but they're going to be uh, reopened, as a matter of fact. This weekend, they're going to be doing a special appearance at the Federal Hill Festival, and that's going to be uh, right up. They're going to be right at um, where the Bank of America is, as a matter of fact, where the Bank of America building is. You'll be able to find uh, our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. So normally, they're going to have everything that you're used to, whether or not it's, you know, in fact, uh, the delicious um, Trump 2024 chocolate donuts, and they're going to have everything else that they um, that so many people absolutely loved. And again, that's happening. It's this weekend, and it's going to be up on Federal Hill, and it's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And so, so you want to stop by and see Ron and Melissa. They'll also have, I think they have the most delicious uh, calzones, pizza strips, I think, in the entire area. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, and they also have delicious pizza strips and wimpy skimpies. And uh, and again, their, their fans are going to be happy. Uh, again, they have been just so tremendous um, that, that I think people are going to be very, very happy to see them. And you can see them and even stock up, as a matter of fact, for Father's Day. So again, it's it's this weekend. It is the Federal Hill Festival. And you're going to be able to uh, say hello to our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, they will be there. And they're going to be looking forward to seeing everybody uh, out there at the Federal Hill Festival. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And you can see them starting tonight and they'll also be there all weekend long with the Federal Hill Festival. So, folks, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. So bear with me because we're attempting right now. We're going to have a special guest, and I'm uh, trying it. Right now it's 12.09. So you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And then we always like to say you can certainly uh, listen online at the website, depetro.com. So I'm, I'm actually trying to pull up. We're going to set up uh, where we're going to have a guest. And I'm going to, uh, as I am setting this up to bring on our, our special guest, I want to just um, alert you to the fact that the story that we want to talk to our guest about is this business of... Um, and I, I'm, I, folks, bear with me. It's going to be worth it. Actually, uh, while I'm setting this up, I'll also just remind you that tomorrow we'll be, we'll be doing the third search now. Tomorrow is the third search for Charlotte Lester. All the details are, in fact, um, at the, the website, depetro.com. And you can, uh, this is especially for those, if you have, in fact, uh, a canoe or a kayak, especially a kayak. So, folks, bear with me because we're going to have our special guest, Lori, in just a moment. And I want to, um, let's see, uh, I want to just double check something and then we're going to 
send it one more time. And I fully recognize that we are live. And right now it's 1211. But I want to um, I really want to make this work. And because we're going to talk to Lori um, coming up. So I, um, I I fully get folks that we are live in one trying to set this up i think we're going to be able to set it up let me say that i think so and i know people are waiting for the the simulcast and and someone could certainly make an argument saying well one you're 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 live on the radio right now so forget about that but it'll it'll be worth it once we can in fact make this um and connect it like this and i'm very sure that we're going to be able to uh do it in just a moment so I think instead, while I'm waiting to do this, and I'm going to set it up, let me do this. Um, I do want to play, Tim White had a very compelling piece regarding this situation in, in North Kingstown. So I want to, um, why don't I play, I started to play some of it last hour, and, and then that way I can set it up and then we'll be joined that way. So... I want to um, news on Tuesday. He's within weeks of ending his investigation. Coming up in the next half. All right, I want to hear part two of Tim. Tim, Thomas here we go. Be watching this story. What do you want to say to him? This is our the investigation into program. the North Kingstown school scandal continues. New at five thirty, with the Target Twelve investigators, Tim White, Twelve News. Our Target Twelve investigators exclusive school scandal continues right now. I thought he was. Um, a really good person on the outside and then uh obviously once behind closed doors we saw who he truly was in their first television interview five former north kingstown students speak out about years of inappropriate behavior by former coach aaron thomas who conducted so-called fat tests on them while they were naked and alone with him in his high school office new at 5 30 what they want their former coach and school leaders to hear target 12 investigator tim white is here now with the exclusive interview all five of the former students had the same message for those who led North Kingstown schools during the years Aaron Thomas was coaching there. You were warned and didn't do enough. Student A, um, Aaron Thomas might be watching this story. What do you want to say to him? You affected the lives of a lot of people. A lot of people. And I hope, hope you're remorseful. Does anyone have a message for Aaron Thomas? Or is it not worth it in a weird way? No, it's, it's, it's not worth it. This has never it's, been about Aaron Thomas. No. It's I mean, never been about him. It's about everybody that's enabled him. Yeah. So what's your message to them? Do more. Do, 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 do more. Atone. Like, literally, like, what, ask yourself, what can I do to repair this? We were let down so many times. I, a lot of people didn't believe us. A lot of people felt like it wasn't that big of a deal that it, we were naked in the room. What do you say to those people who who, who think that? I, I, at this point, I, they, when the story first broke, like they were there. They, they dwindled. They, they dwindled dramatically. And honestly, like from person, I ignore them um, because it, it's it's just not rational thinking these days. Um, I actually wanted, I want to say, like, the, the outpouring of support that we've actually gotten, kind of flip around from the community, <laughs> yeah, sure. has, has been tremendous. We've learned North Kingstown's then-superintendent was told about Thomas's fat tests in 2018. The school purchased equipment meant to end the tests from happening in the coach's office. But as you will hear, new at 6, students say the naked testing continued, but under a different name. With the Target 12 investigators, Tim White, 12 News. Okay, now that's pretty Our interesting. Now listen to this. I want to just stay with this for a moment, scandal folks. continues. Listen to the new name that they came up with. Coming back to, all right, 14-year-old boy in a room, naked, on school property, with a, their teacher and coach. Five former North Kingstown High School students are sharing their story after they say their basketball coach routinely asked them to strip naked for so-called fat tests 
alone in his office. The school attempted to change how the testing was conducted in 2018. Yet, as you're about to hear, these students say the testing not only continued, expanded into something else. Target 12 investigator Tim White is here now with the exclusive details. After Target 12 brought this scandal to light last fall, Attorney General Peter Nerona launched a criminal investigation. On Tuesday, Nerona told us he is just weeks away from a decision. Raise your hand if you think Aaron Thomas should be charged criminally. Every single one of you. Without hesitation, all five of the former North Kingstown High School students who sat down with Target 12 believe their interactions with then-basketball coach Aaron Thomas were grossly inappropriate. But they took even more issue with how school leaders handled the situation. In my mind, it's deliberate indifference, any way you look at it. It's being paraded children into office throughout the school day for decades. It doesn't matter if they knew what was going on inside or not. It's deliberate indifference. So, by being silent, they enabled oh, no. all of it. No. Uh, Mr. Oje, um, can we have a minute here? I don't have a statement right now. We have statements. No, that's okay. In, in, all right, folks, good afternoon. At 1217, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. So that is the um, Tim White. And again, I apologize. We're a little bit late. Coming on, hello to everybody, part of our simulcast on both Facebook and also YouTube and Twitter. We do have some news, though. We do have some news. Uh, police have left Staples Avenue. So police have left Staples Avenue in Warwick. This is the first time that this has have to do with they have been there now. It'll be a month tomorrow with the Charlotte Lester case. So right now, it's 1218, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Hello to everybody on Facebook Live and also on YouTube. But I do want to put, I'm going to put new development with this, but I do want to share it. Uh, This is the first time that we've seen police have now left now i wonder if it has to do with you know tomorrow would be the full month and tim dodd and i with attorney tim dodd were there last night um we're gonna wait to see if the work police let me just put this out and then folks we're gonna regroup And that is um, an interesting development. So what does that mean? We're going to have to wait and try to find out. But that is the first time. I just want to finish putting this out, um, folks, and then and then we will uh, go from there. So, all right. I want to regroup here. Now, we do have someone that's going to join us regarding some comments that were made. So we'll see. I'll know when she's able to, um, in fact, uh, uh, join us. So, but that is definitely a brand new development. The search is tomorrow. And I want to just double check, in fact, if um, I have not seen, let me just see if, okay, if, um, if, um, hmm. That is a very interesting development that the police have now. I'm going to, um, I'll be posting it. I put it on Twitter. So, uh, and then we were supposed to have Lori on about something entirely different. Um, I, this is a developing story at 1220. So we're going to have to uh, wait and see if we hear anything more from the Warwick police. And then, um, but that is definitely an interesting development that police have now have left the home on Staples Avenue. 
Hmm. I think that's very interesting development. So I'm going to come back to that in just a moment. Uh, let me just double check something, folks. And I recognize right now at 1221, I, I, um, I think there's another interesting development on this. Because as much as, um, if you didn't see it, um, I think there's a new, well, we're going to have to wait and see if we hear anything from the war police. We're going to have to wait and see. But, okay. I want to just uh, double check something else. Um, and again, folks, I fully recognize sometimes people say one do you realize you're, yeah i am well aware no one's more aware that i'm live than i am but um so right now we're gonna have to um we're gonna have to wait and see developments on that i i am going to talk about that case um let me just double check i don't understand where i do you see the link <laughs> i i don't know how else to we're going to have a guest join us. We're waiting for them to join us. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. That is a, um, a different development now. Uh, but you know what's interesting about this is just the fact that, and let me pin that to the top. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why we're not hearing from... Um, from our guest that's supposed to come on with us in just a moment. But folks, these happen. It's a fluid. There she is. There she is. And we're going to talk to her. Hi there, Lori. Just get adjusted. Seem to be a little close, Lori. If you could just be a little bit back more. But we're going to bring you up in just a moment, folks. Um, bear with me, Lori. Folks, again, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Listen, it's Father's Day weekend. And it's brought by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in. Everything available. Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs. Hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging patients, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom mulch are available, pickup and delivery, mulch, dark, piney, black, hemlock, crushed stone, full-scale nursery, everything to need to make your home a showstopper. Gift certificates are available it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. So right now, if you uh, go to the website, depetro.com, folks, you can see we have a lot of details about the missing person case, Charlotte Lester. And in a new development, it would seem that police have left the home that we were just in front of last night with attorney Tim Dodd. And we have um, a lot of information. They have been there for a month they um, they first went in on the Saturday, which was uh, August, uh, May 21st, and for whatever reason now, uh, they have left there. So, um, again, work police, as, as we've talked about, they've been, they've been uh, you know, pretty quiet about this element of the investigation. Before we bring on Lori, because we're really bringing her on to talk about, before we get the breaking news, the search... Folks, as far as I know, the search is still on for tomorrow where the dog was found at Belmont Park. But I was going to introduce that I think there's another person in this equation whose behavior is very odd. Um, we don't know what that means. And we're going to try to find out from work police and we'll put a call into them. But um, as you know, we have the Tim White naked fat test story and i want to bring up um and i believe let me just um folks again juan is uh, trying to do all this okay good joining us uh right now there she is hi there welcome to the show it's our friend Lori from parents united good afternoon Lori. hi john thanks for having me on today. very well hey Lori. uh the reason i wanted to have you on um and and i won't keep you that long but the uh this whole element and we've kind of been talking about on Twitter where you have Tim White of WPRI sits down with some of these, you know, boys. And now they're men that have come forward with this whole naked fat test. And 
at, at the very end of him appearing on the Channel 12 program, uh, Dan York's State of Mind, York finally gets into the Tim White part of this about the the naked fat test. And, and it's it's really appalling, the comments from, and I'll walk them through them, from the, the quotation mark victims to saying, you know, to Tim White, when are you going to come up? When are you going to start showing the 50 guys that didn't have a, a problem with these naked fat tests? And then, you know, this is the one that really deserves examining because York works with the Rhode Island at the Scholastic League. And then he says, well, you know, there's a big silent majority uh, kind of the athletic world i'll play the exact cut they 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 uh they think it's no big deal and i just want to frame this for people this is you know a local television show local television host and this whole element of he he's had this bizarre ongoing passive uh, aggressive defense of Coach Thomas. In the very beginning, he was laughing it off, said he and his friends would have laughed about it. He's made weird comments. He tries to tie it into, you know, some guys, sometimes young guys are uncomfortable being naked uh, in a locker room setting. But Tim White goes through extreme detail. Um, the fact that th- this there's three different investigations on this thing. The coach was terminated. He was then terminated from his second job. We're talking about a grown man taking a young 13, 14-year-old, 15-year-old boy, making them, essentially pressuring them to be naked with him in a closet as the coach is kneeling, kneeling, you know, they're standing, he's kneeling, and then touching their, their private parts on a test that no one has backed up that you need to be, uh, the child or any individual needs to be naked for. And, and still, you know, York continues this this a defense. I don't know how else to describe it. A defense of Coach Thomas that it's it's no big deal. And what's your reaction to that? So, I'm, like you, I'm appalled. And like many of the parents that started texting me and calling me and blowing up my phone after they learned of it, I, I, we just find this an egregious violation of, of anything decent, right? I mean, this... This is essentially victim shaming. Now, I think it would be chari- the most charitable approach that you can take to Dan York's comments is to is to say, in a locker room, kids together, nudity may not be as uh, alarming as uh, as other things, right? And I and I think that's possibly where Dan York is coming from. If I were going to give work my hardest to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't think he deserves the benefit of the doubt here because he knows that those tests took place in a closet. He either did know or should have known about Judge McGirl's report that the silence of the administration magnified the trauma of the victims. He either did know or should have known that that the report from WPRI 12 at the 5 o'clock hour showed the victims stating that on record on camera with tim white and and god bless tim white yes i don't know how he did not leap up out of his chair and and lose his mind after after that comment you know and and Lori, folks again it's Lori of parents united and i just want to bring this back because this has been an ongoing theme really since the story broke in october and i remember because i was there on that saturday uh, when North Kingstown School Committee had an emergency meeting once the story broke, and I met various parents, there were students there. But what was so bizarre, and 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 again, if, if we want to go better for the doubt, um, but there were parents, and her, the first, her name escapes me, she's been very outspoken, but, you know, it was, it's more than just a contrary opinion. There's a difference. It's, it's running, it's running interference. He, according to these parents and even students, and I'll call them victims, he wouldn't even allow them on the air to challenge it or to to bring a firsthand account. And I can tell you as someone in the business, if you had a story like this break and you had a parent called up and say, I want you to know, I'm one of the parents of these individuals. If they're willing to, and this woman, if they're willing to give the name, phone number, address off the air, I, I'm telling you, that, that borders on, there's a different agenda to not allow that person on the air. But, you know, when we come back to this argument of of York with you know it's no big deal and th- this is not a young man and it's gym class or a team and for the first time 
He has to undress in front of his friends, maybe go take a shower in front of his friends. That's not this. This is, this is, there is, there is no rational explanation that any individual, and it's this case, it's this Coach Thomas, that you would have to go into a closet. Basically, are you shy or not shy? You're challenging them. What it really means, are you going to be an aggressive player for me or not an aggressive player for me? And then you're, you're kneeling there. The Boston Globe, they, their reports went further where one student said, you know, he's 14, 15 years old. Uh, someone's touching him in his private area. He got aroused and described that the coach's breathing became labored, which we kind of know what that means. But but right. again, Laurie, this is it's almost also because they're like young white males that this is allowed. Would would you, would York take this position if it was, in fact, you know, you had the female volleyball players on the East Greenwich high school team. You have, you know, the, the U.S. Uh, women gymnast team. There's almost like it's it's OK because they're just white boys, and so therefore, what's the big deal? So, I, I, my response to that is, of, of course, uh, I, I don't feel like I'm qualified to, uh, go, to to comment or characterize what goes on in Dan York's mind. But I will tell you this. I'm not asking you to. Just his <laughs> comment. But listen, you, you got the impression from him. He tries to wave it off, right? It's no big deal. Right. It's 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 the obligatory uh, obligatory. Oh, yeah. No, you know, it's definitely wrong. However, when are you going to show us the 50 guys that had no problem with it? I mean, come on. You know, when when someone does the quotation mark victim, that that is not that's someone calling in the question whether or not they're really victims. It is. It absolutely is. It's completely dismissive. It is 100 percent unacceptable, and it will not go without a response from Parents United Blood Island. Yeah. And I think that what makes us particularly, uh, particularly enraged about this is that we have worked so hard to actually fix the loophole in the Rhode Island law right. that um, would make this type of behavior illegal. And, you know, a number of people have written and called legislators and showed up at press conferences and um, advocated so very personally on behalf of the victims. And to just see that we're cuckooed by an on-air opinion personality, um, it's, it's hard to, it's very disheartening. I, I want to play for you some of his words. This part is really interesting. And York, he's worked with Coach Thomas He's paid Coach Thomas because Thomas actually worked for him where they were involved with young high school boys as far as calling games. Um, You know, I want to be very clear with people. This is not a matter of, hey, someone you worked with in the past, you know, was involved with this. So therefore, you know, it's it's you're now like a broad brush that you're also involved. This is an ongoing what, what makes this different is when you start to use your platform to try to defend the actions of the person, and it can come in different ways. One thing is, you know, you, you dismissed the victim as, as a victim, kind of like the way of, you know, the old thing with the rape victim. Oh, come on. Did you see what she was wearing? You know, who goes to a, who goes drinking with a guy? Who, she's, she agreed to go back to his dorm room. What'd she think was going to happen? Right? I mean, that's, that's the phrase where you're trying, as you say, victim shame. But I want you, this part deserves an explanation. Now, because York's show runs on Channel 12, I don't know if they would. But I also put out, before I play the sound, Lori, if you take him out of the mix, People, I I like Tim White and I like the people at Channel 12 and I respect the work they do, especially this report. But you take, people talk about media bias. You take York out of the mix. Picture the reaction if this were, you know, Bishop Tobin lending to this defense. Picture if this were a politician lending to this defense. The, the, one of the coaches of the Washington football team got fined 100000 because he referred to January 6th as a dust-up. But I just want you to listen to this remark that I think deserves more of an explanation. Here we go. Here we go. But there's a silent athletic community out there that's kind of going, it hey, wasn't that big a deal. 
And they remain silent. But, but it does, it was a big deal to them. So to those guys. Matter? Of course. And There's a silent athletic community out there that is saying this is no big deal. Lori, I, I think that's, that. If, if that is the case, let's just say for a moment that is the case. Well, that would, that would certainly explain North Kingstown in not doing anything, right? It would explain it. Um, when I actually read the comment, I thought to myself, a silent athletic community, uh, <laughs> I don't know how anyone could think that this was okay. And, and I would say to that, that perhaps those people, that silent athletic community, maybe they do think it's no big deal, but maybe they weren't victims of the touching of the pectoral muscles. Maybe they weren't subjected as frequently or as often by the naked puberty test. Well, that's maybe another thing. Experience yeah. Becoming, yes. You know, maybe for them it was more of a of a medical experience or or whatever, right? Because just because someone didn't experience abuse doesn't mean that the behavior wasn't abusive. If that makes sense. It um, does. I think that's an interesting. Wasn't attracted to those. That's an interesting. The, the silent athletic community sees this as what it is, no big deal. I mean, uh, my question would be, real, who are they? See, you know, that's also, you know, the old thing of, you know, the person brings the employee into the office and says, you know, some of the people in the office, I don't want to name names, uh, they feel that you... You know, who, who are these silent? He's he's almost intimating he's heard from a number of coaches and they regard it as no big deal. And I want to repeat for people, and Lori just touched on it, uh, Tim White unveiled. I mean, this is another level where the school gets wind of the naked fat test and they tell Thomas, listen, we're going to buy you a $5,000 machine. We're going to put it in the middle of the locker room, meaning, therefore, there is no reason for you to take these boys alone into your closet where you can monitor with cameras to see if anyone's coming. And Thomas will not be stopped. He decides he has to start doing puberty tests on the young males. Lori, now that's brand new. That that shows no matter what hurdle or North Kingstown, almost in a passive aggressive way, we're trying to discourage the coach from his naked fat tests. And instead, you know, they put up, he comes up with, now he's going to do these puberty tests. Right. I mean, it's just appalling. And, and one victim very powerfully describes the touching and, um, you know, the anatomical description of where the touching occurred and, and how it progressed from the pectoral muscles down to the groin area. And it was chilling. It was chilling. I do not understand how anyone who watched that interview would then dare to go on air and say, oh, well, some people think it's no big deal. Like, no, no, the answer is no, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. That's why we're gonna try to make that kind of behavior illegal in the state of Rhode Island. You know, and I'll also say this folks, and again, our guest is Lori from Parents United. Uh, Lori, and I, see, I'll say this. If you're gonna defend him, defend him, right? If you're gonna defend him, if he's a friend of yours, hey, put him on, do an interview, put him on the show. Th this. This toe in the water, laughing it off, everybody quietly doesn't think it's a big deal. Um, I, I, I think it's kind of spineless, right? If you want to take a stand, take a stand. But otherwise, uh, and I want to play this. This is where he says to Tim White, uh, okay, hey, he's. I also don't understand Channel 12. Tim White does this big piece. York is basically like, you know trashing it, dismissing it. So, all right, so you got five guys who came and hid their faces. So when he had the 50 guys that didn't have a problem with it, listen to this. I had 15 seconds. Here we go. You already have by the time we see it. I have 15 seconds here. We ever gonna bring in 20, 30, 40, 50 athletes that didn't have a problem with this? If we, you know, if they wanna talk about it, but Dan, three independent reports say. Like that is, Laurie, what's your reaction? To my reaction, I mean, I'm just as appalled as you are, but How? my reaction to that is, Josh McGurl, right, just Monday, I think, of this week, really, the North Kingstown Town Council released their independent investigation into this scandal um, that was done by Judge McGurl, and Judge McGurl put out a notice to the community. She put out emails 
as part of her investigation, she invited anybody with any information about any part of the fat tests to come forward. So if, if it's no big deal, if it's no big deal, then why did these 20, 30, 40, 50 students contact Judge McGurl and say, hey, if we went through it and it's no big deal, that did not happen. No. And I have read all 148 pages of Judge McGurl's report, and it does not line up with the attitude that I perceived from that clip on January 8th of my show. Um, again, on Channel 12. Before I let Lori go, I, I'll also say this, Lori. We're, 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 I know people, you know, talk about media bias. But there's also part of that comes into selective reporting. And I'll be the first one. I will tell you that like every other organization, parts of the media sometimes operate as a club. And as I said, if this were a coach... That came out. Now, notice no coach has come forward and said, hey, what Thomas was doing was totally fine. Lori, not one person, they, Coach Thomas and his legal, they can't find one person in the entire United States that comes forward and says, that's exactly how I do the test. So that tells you something. But in fact, they found just the opposite. Yes. That's part of what Judge McGraw said. We yes. What the standards were. Yep. And Nowhere close to what was actually happening. No, but what I what I wanted to mention was, if in fact, if this were a different individual, if this were a coach, or if this were an elected official, maybe a state rep, a mayor, if there was someone that said, you know, I I don't see what the big deal is. The media would be all over them, right? The media would be all over them and describe it. Let's just you know. A uh, politician or a coach, so and so. If it were if it were a coach at North Kingstown that came public, I, I'll bet they would have been terminated. But because York is kind of in the media club, everybody kind of gives. Well, not almost everybody gives them a free pass. So my thing is, Channel Twelve, Tim White. Again, I like them. I respect their work. I think it took a lot for those young men. The thing that really got me was the young kid that is his father passed away and the coach seemed to really focus on him. I mean, that's this is a predator, Lori. This is predatory behavior, whether it was Father Gagan, whether it was Michael Jackson. There's a certain type of individual. You know, the puberty test is really interesting because that just shows that Coach Thomas was primarily interested in the younger guys, right? Like, you're not doing a puberty test on like an 18 year old. He's not He's not doing this so much for the seniors. It's more one of the kids that he got approached when he was in middle school. It's the kids that are ninth grade trying to make the team. That's more of, you know, they would talk about at um, Neverland that Michael Jackson used to walk the line of all the children that arrived. It, as sick as that is, he was looking for the certain type of, you know, young man that caught his eye, so to speak. But um, but I would, I, I mean, I think an interesting report would be if Channel 12, Tim White, sat down and said, all right, York, let's hear your defense of Coach Thomas. Like, if you're going to defend him, defend him. But this toe-in-the-water passive aggressiveness, I, I think it's just, it's appalling. And it is victim-shaming. I'll give you the last word, Lori. Well, I, you know, again, I would be very interested to see Tim White uh, ask some questions of Dan York. And one of the questions I would ask Dan York is, do you support um, Senate Bill 2219 and House Bill 8230, which would make this conduct illegal? And if you don't, how would you respond to the unanimous vote in the Senate that occurred last night on the Senate floor? And um, are you advocating with the House Judiciary Committee to not make this behavior illegal because you think it's okay? You're right. Lori, keep up the good work. And you were great. You were great on Fox News. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lori. All right, folks, that's Lori of Parents United uh, right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Now, we do have some news uh, that can't be ignored regarding the Charlotte Lester case. And I would call it a, a somewhat, I think, a big development. I think this also, this opens up. I, You know, I'm, I'm going to continue. Um, to check email to see if there's any type of update from the Warwick police. So um, I want to uh, just double check on this, but the police have left the home on Staples Avenue. 
regarding the Charlotte Lester case. So I want to also, um, I'm going to address that in just a moment because it is significant, but it's it's interesting of why it's it's happening. And I want to share with you something uh, in just a moment, folks, but I want to stay on schedule. This portion of the John DePietro show, <coughs> excuse me, listen, it's it's Friday, it's Father's Day weekend. And yesterday, I'll tell you exactly where I was. I was at Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Folks, Father's Day is this weekend. I'll tell you what would make a great Father's Day uh, gift. A new grill. Or how about a nice air conditioner? Now, right now, listen, it's going to be a hot summer. They have great selection of air conditioners in stock. Joe and Son, they have been fantastic. They've been in business since 1963. And it's so fantastic inside as far as uh, kitchen, laundry appliances, beautiful cooking showroom. It's Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Now, they're open right now, Monday through Friday from 10 to 5, and then Saturday and Sunday by appointment. And they'll match or beat any package deal. But right now, they have a great selection on air conditioners. How about get your dad a new grill? Stop in and see them. You can look for them on Facebook. They're right down the street from Apple Valley Mall. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Folks, as always, visit the website, dipetro.com, where we have original content, video, material. Uh, You'll see it all. dipetro.com. Uh, brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Hey, Father's Day weekend, they're going to be jamming. Bring your dad in for a nice dinner, nice lunch, uh, whether it be Saturday or Sunday, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. So again, right now, repeating, this is a developing story right now, uh, that at 1248, the police tape that has been in front of the home on Staples Avenue in Warwick, that it has been removed. And we're going to wait to see what, if anything, the Warwick police say about that. That had been put up because of the Charlotte Lester case. And now it has been removed. Now, I want to go back to the original <clears throat> press release that was sent out. Excuse me. The original press release that was sent out back in May. And I want to go exactly with the words from the Warwick Police Department. I have it. Folks, bear with me now. It's one on this. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Warwick Police missing person investigation update. So the first missing person release. Public's help ongoing missing person case. Charlotte Lester of Warwick last seen Monday, May 16th, approximately 10 o'clock, Appenog area of the city. She was reported missing by an acquaintance on Thursday, May 19th. She failed to contact her friend. Her dog was located abandoned in the Elmwood Avenue area of the city on Wednesday night, May 18th. We since then learned that that was at Belmont Park. Um, then, the, we then received this press release. The Warwick Police Department continued to request the public's help ongoing missing persons case they describe her the truck in relation to the investigation and the work police department did execute court authorized search warrant at 29 staples avenue in warwick this is an address lester was known to frequent at this time no further information is available for release so we'll we'll say this um it is it is an ongoing investigation They were there. Let's just go on the calendar now. They arrived there on Saturday. Neighbors said Saturday, May 21st, they arrived. They stayed until the 28th. They stayed until the 4th. They stayed until the 11th. Today is Friday, June 17th. Tomorrow would be a full month. And apparently the police have left. So what does that mean? I would imagine that means that the the owner of the home is free to go in. I want to remind people right now at 1250. 
<clears throat> Folks, this is, and I've, I think, I, I guess I'll say it now. I was going to save it for tonight. I think there is another uh, male person of interest in this case. I do. There's, um, I mean, we don't know. We don't know what that means. If you saw last night, if you want to go back and watch it, we were at the house with attorney Tim Dodd, our legal expert, and um, he broke down some of the reasons why they may be there. And one of the things we asked was, you know, how much longer are they going to be there? And um, what does this say? And obviously, you know, uh, you can go back and watch it. Attorney Dodd was saying it, it certainly means they found something of interest to them. Um, and other than that, as far as testing, we had heard they te- test the uh, septic system. It, it remains a missing person's case. And that's all we know right now. So now, if later today some individual is, be, is brought into custody, I would imagine we're going to find that out from Warwick Police. Uh, if they, in fact, you know, announce something else. But I will say... Many of you, and I get messages from people, there are threads on the Facebook page of people asking questions, discussing it. I will tell you, um, and and Tim Dodd, our our legal expert, was very good last night where we were answering questions. Um, A lot of questions tend to be a little redundant, but it comes back to it's a missing persons case, and it's wide open. Um, they, They, she was last seen, she is missing. It's an open investigation. I've encouraged various people to, you have to keep an open mind. People are like demanding to know about what the police know and how come they're not saying this and, you know, how come the police aren't searching and so forth. As as Attorney Dodd said last night, and search where, right? They don't know where. Now, tomorrow there is another search. It's going to be where her dog was found. All the details are on the website to petro.com. What does this mean for the investigation? I, we don't know yet. We'll wait to see if we get any communication from the Warwick police. Um, but it it remains, as it has been, a missing persons case. But I, I think there are some other individuals in this circle that are questionable. Folks, I agree the whole thing. It's, it's very odd. Her truck was found at Kent Hospital. The dog was found at Belmont Park. Uh, abandoned. We don't know where she is. Police were at that house for a month. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll wait to see if we hear anything from work police. In the meantime, there's other news. And then plus, and I, I want to revisit this conversation we just had from Lori from Parents United. Um, I, I just find the, the words of, of York, I, I just find it like if, if you want to come out and defend the guy, defend the guy. But some of the statements, silent majority, silent whatever, silent members, whatever the words were of the athletic community, I, I don't know. Maybe I would argue maybe that's why no one in North Kingstown said anything. Maybe because when these allegations were heard that the coach were that that the the administrators and other coaches that heard about it it's it's very possible that york is vocalizing to tim white what what other people felt and maybe that is the case maybe there are people that don't that feel like it's no big deal i don't know they i'll say this they certainly are silent they're definitely silent about it we haven't heard any defender that's what makes his defense if you want to call it that um that much more out of the ordinary Maybe the superintendent felt that. Now he just doesn't want to say anything. Uh, maybe other coaches felt that and didn't want to say anything. The report of Judge McGurl and others is, seems pretty damning. I think that the puberty thing is really odd. I mean, that's like another level. Okay, we want you to stop doing the naked fat test. We're going to buy in the machine. And he's like, oh, now I'm just going in the closet and having the young guys do it naked so I'm doing puberty tests. I mean, that we had not heard. So, and I also, I want to be very clear about, um, I, I, on, when I posted the clip, the, the clip was not to examine, it's not about Tim White. Tim White was a guest on the show. 
So someone said, hey, you didn't put Tim White's full answer. Well, it's not about Tim White. I'm not trying to highlight, hey, look at the back and forth. Uh, if Tim White wants to, Tim White is perfectly capable of doing a story about it on Channel 12. There's one defender of Coach Thomas. He's perfectly capable. It was more the comments of the individual, the host in the show. And, and I come back to, you know, what, what if, in fact, is that the same thing? I, I don't know. I know they're very different compared with some of the allegations of um, the, the volleyball coach. Uh, but, uh, you know, this whole big deal of like no big de- deal or uh, silent majority or whatever the phrase is, silent, big part of the silent community or the big part of the athletic community is silent about this, but they don't have a problem with it. That That's, um, I, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what they're intimating that it's no big deal. Because everyone else that hears about it seemed mortified about it. And if it is no big deal, then why was it hidden? I think the report speaks for itself. Folks, it's, I also find it interesting. He brought it up at the very end of the interview. <clears throat> Tim White just unveiled what could be maybe his finest work ever, maybe award-winning work. And idiot boy brings it up. He's like, oh, by the way, we're short on time. Uh, you got to report on these victims. You know. Folks, this portion of the program brought by AtMed Urgent Care. This is an alternative to the emergency room. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, comprehensive outpatient health care, at-med urgent care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also 5750 Post Road East right across from Felicia's. Many of you complain you go to an emergency room. It's a huge long wait. It's not like that at at-med urgent care. Maybe an hour, maybe 90 minutes. Everything that, you know, can they can do in an emergency room, they can do with them. And on top of that, they also, it's walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic trauma, work-related injuries, physical exams, uh, adult vaccinations. And they offer, for those that have COVID, mononuclear antibody infusions. I'm talking about AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's at Med Urgent Care. So, folks, right now at 1258, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, hey, visit them uh, this weekend for Father's Day, Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. They're going to be jamming tonight. Friday night's a big night there, live entertainment. Take your dad out for a nice dinner. Whether it's tomorrow, tonight, or even Sunday, Sunday brunch for Father's Day. Shane, they'll be geared for it. Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. They're right across from North Providence Town Hall. So, folks, here's what we're going to do on this Friday. We're going to recap some of the the news of the week. That's definitely uh, an interesting development with the Charlotte Lester case that the tape now it would seem the crime scene is no longer at the home on Staples Avenue. What that means for the case going forward, we're going to talk about a little bit next hour. And we're also going to touch on some of the other news of the week. Again, next hour is radio only. You can listen AM 1380. We're going to be live 99.9 FM. Or you can listen online at the website, depetro.com. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news, get all the news of the day. Inflation continues to be a major problem. We have another full hour to go. The power hour is next right here. It's the John DePetro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website. It's depetro.com. We're going to be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.